Hello, everyone, and welcome to this episode of Nerds with Mics. Uh, I'm Travis. I'm Justin. <laughs> this is so disturbing, bro. I can't. It is. I can't with you. It's, you know uh, what? That makes me want to cry. <laughs> I should never have showed you this software. This may have been the worst idea I've ever had. Anyways. Anyways, welcome everyone to this episode. This is episode 136, and today we have a packed show. Uh, really, we're just going to be talking about what we've been up to, and then we kind of have an overarching um, topic around franchise fatigue, not only in the movie industry, but also TV show and video game as well. Um, but without further ado, uh, I want to get right into it. And uh, number one, thank you for everybody that is viewing or listening uh whichever platform you're listening on uh but we do appreciate you turning in as always and uh yeah but without further ado justin uh let's get into what we have been up to so why don't we start with you good sir oh all right uh so <clears throat> i've been playing a uh, little diablo 4 uh just kind of progressing my character a little bit um not a whole lot not as much as i would like to to be playing it um but I'll get there eventually. Um, I started watching Silo on your recommendation. I believe it was last week you mentioned it. Um, man, that's a good show. Um, we yeah. We're only two episodes in, but those first two are, are very, very strong. Um, highly recommend it. It's not like um, when I say it's, it's like a mystery box show, it seems like kind of like Lost was. Obviously, there's no island in place, but there's like I have more questions than I have answers. Um, and then, um, Righteous Gemstones came back last night. Two episodes, didn't know it was going to be two. Came out strong. Uh, it, it did, it did. Like, <laughs> I was always, like, I, I was kind of hesitant, like, will this be, um, uh, super, um, like, super good, you know, funny. I don't know. I, coming off of Barry and we've been watching what we do in the shadows, I was just kind of afraid to start up another comedy but man they came out swinging last night with two really solid episodes and as always i feel like they do a good job at like presenting a drama wrapped in comedy almost um where like the things that are happening are kind of dark and twisted um but it's just so hilarious like barry couldn't quite nail that like it would it would go like super dark with like a little bit of comedy this is like hilarious but like kind of a dark storyline Always yeah. has been. Um, and then the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Oh my God. Um, so good. Played through it once. Um, and I actually almost just finished my second playthrough of it again today. How long's um, the demo? If you're like, just playing like two hours. Well, it's oh. like two hours, but then once you beat the, the demo, there's a there's a mode you can go into as Clive, uh, like a later version, like a late stage version of Clive in the game where he has like more power. So you can just like test it out and get an idea of what to expect. Um, but this is the prologue. This is actually like the first two hours of the actual game. And if you play the demo and beat those two hours or, or save it in the middle, whatever you want to do, your game save from the demo carries over to the main game when it comes out on Thursday. So it's not like you're wasting time by playing it. You're going to play it again. Whatever you do in the demo is going to carry over. Um, my friend uh, Connor, he was not going to buy the game. He was like, nah, I'm not, I'm not going to buy it. I'll play it later, blah, blah, blah. He got the demo, played through it, and pre-ordered it immediately after. So, um, yeah, it's real, real good. Um, can't wait to play the full game. 
Yeah, no, I am uh, really excited for that. I um, I tell you, I you had me. I played it per recommendation. Is that your week? If so, I'll just kind of hop into mine. Uh, what it's else? My week, as far as I can remember. Oh, did I mention Silo? Yeah, I mentioned Silo. My yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I got so wrapped up in Final Fantasy. Uh, no, you're good. Um, so I myself, uh, I had a pretty busy week. Uh, number one. Uh, I don't know if he's watching or listening, but I was telling my friend Alex uh, that uh, somehow it came up that we were talking about magic and I told magic, the gathering, the card game. And I told him, Hey, you should really check it out. Cause I think uh, one of our friends, uh, Preston plays, he plays a lot of snap Marvel snap. And I was telling him about how I used to snap. Yeah. I was telling him how I used to play a lot of magic, the gathering. And he had, uh, Alex had told me, he said, Hey, did you know that? uh, Oh, I know how it started. So he said, Hey, did you see these Lord of the Rings cards that magic is doing? And he's like, I've never played. I was like, Oh, I used to play magic all the time. And uh, I was like, "Uh, yeah, I used to play a ton, but I don't really have anybody to play with here. And let me tell you, this guy goes to his comic shop just to look for comics. And then the next thing I know, he sends me a picture of all this Magic the Gathering stuff. And I don't know if it's going to work. It may blur it out. Uh, But I bought a uh, a set of Lord of the Rings uh, Magic the Gathering cards here. And uh, yeah, see, I don't know if that's going to work. Yeah, I didn't think so. But anyways, uh, so I bought that. Um, so that was, uh, how I spent some money, uh, last week, uh, today we actually got together and I actually taught him how to play a little bit of magic, the gathering, uh, today. And that was really fun. We went and hung out at a coffee shop and then we went and saw flash the new flash movie, which was dare I say less than stellar, uh, you know, uh, if you're a DC fan, that's great. Like I also love DC. I love the Christopher Nolan Batmans. I even like some of the DC movies. I thought Wonder Woman, the first one was great. Uh, the first Shazam was okay. However, this movie was severely hyped up and I went into it thinking, you know, I, I'll be honest. I was torn whether or not I wanted to see it. This is something that Alex and I also talked about because Ezra Miller as a person is a terrible human being. I did not want to go to see this movie because I didn't want to support it. Uh, but you know, there's obviously other things about the movie that I was interested in seeing as far as where it takes the DC universe, but also like Michael Keaton's in the movie. Right. So I wanted to see about that anyways, you know, James Gunn came out and touted that this is one of the best, if not the best superhero movie ever made. Tom Cruise liked it so much that he call cold called the director specifically to tell him how good the movie was. So I was like, okay, well there's a lot of hype around this. It, It has to be decent. Right. Uh, 10 out of 10 would not recommend. I mean, it's, it's just, I mean, there was very few scenes that were good. Uh, but let me tell you the CGI in this movie is probably some of the worst CGI I've seen in any modern movie at all. Like, yeah. And you think about how far we've come with CGI. You think about, uh, I mean, obviously John Favreau's great, uh, you know, doing stuff with what he does and like live action Lion King and what he's done for the Mandalorian and all this stuff. But let me tell you, I was telling Alex today after the movie, we were walking out in the parking lot. I said, you know, the CGI is bad when you look at the CGI from Green Lantern and it holds up better than this movie. Oh, that's bad. But you watch it and you tell me what you think when it comes to like human character models and some of the things they've done. That's not to say the whole movie's awful. But when they were trying to like do CGI for like people and things like that, it was awful. Yeah. Um, 
But anyways, before I get any farther into my week, I do want to take a quick break to uh, bring in some of these comments. Yeah, we had a few come in while you're talking. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so Kevin said that he uh, he was not a friendly Diablo player. Uh, I assume maybe that means he's not a fan of maybe the Diablo games. Um, Justin said, and of course, Justin's always showing up, so we do appreciate it. He says, put those sweet voices deep in my ear hole, you glorious bastards. Uh, we're here for it, and we will do that. We'll get real close and talk real Ooh. nice. Like, but anyways, <laughs> um, and then also Kevin wrote in and says, what, uh, what are you drinking uh, that you can't remember your week, Justin? Oh, Diet, Diet, Diet Coke. Coke. Not all a sponsor. Uh, all that aspartame. That's why let, you can't yeah, remember. It's eating my brain slowly, but surely. Uh, no, I actually, um, I don't know. I don't know why I can't remember my week that well. <laughs> well, this is also your first week back from vacations and you also uh, last been- Last back. Yeah, you also been incredibly busy uh, with work this week too. Yeah, so yeah, I've I've, uh, I've kind of shut my brain down the last few days. So yeah, this is like the most active it's had to be in the last three days. So yeah, yeah. Uh, for, Kevin also, is, yeah, you're fine. Kevin also said going to see Indiana Jones on the 29th. I am excited about that movie, although the reviews on that also have not been stellar. Um, Justin said, I'm assuming this uh, says it was okay. It was a Batman movie with a flash in it. I will say, uh, Michael Keaton was probably the best part about that movie. Um, also, oh, I loved it, but I was a player killer. Oh, wow. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, so Indiana Jones, you mentioned that it has a 56% on Rotten Tomatoes, but I do not care. I want to see that movie so bad. I cannot wait. Um, no amount of bad reviews will keep me from seeing that one. So. I'm yeah, also excited and, for it. Yeah, and also, um, I know this is um, one of the last, if not the last movie, I think that John Williams is scoring. So he always says that. I mean, I mean, I don't know. He is getting up there in age. I mean, so, so who knows? True, true. Yeah, the universe might decide that he's done. That is true. That is very true. Yeah. Um, so, oh, there it is. Look at that. Totally There's just. Your who barred that? That's what my world would looks like. Anyways, <laughs> um, so other than that, uh, a couple things. One, uh, I also watched Silo. That show is getting incredibly good. Um, they're on episode eight, I believe. Uh, two oh, more episodes left. I've also been playing Diablo 4. I played with a group of friends. Um, we finished the second act. I'm 25, I think. I'm playing plan on maybe playing some tonight, leveling after we record. Still playing Hogwarts Legacy. And then per your recommendation, uh, I started uh, I Think You Should Leave on Netflix. <laughs> Yeah, and how far did you get? I think I'm in season three now already. Um, did you get to the sketch with the ponytail? Uh, I don't think so yet, man. That so. when you get there, that uh, that sketch, honestly, like I think about it every single day. There's not a day that goes by where I don't think about that sketch. Oh wait, no, no, no. I think I did see that one, but I I finally realized where a lot of memes came from that I didn't know where they came from. He's like, oh yeah. What's that one he says? Are you sure about that? You sure about that? You sure? You sure sure about that? But it's good. The folks in Spectrum think I'm just some dumb hick. Yeah. (laughs) They said uh, that to me at a dinner. Yeah. Also, (laughs) one thing. I about this show all day. (laughs) I bought a new handheld. Oh, is that a Vita? No, this is the Asus uh, ROG Ally. Uh, This is basically similar to the Steam Deck and a lot of other handheld consoles. Uh, However, uh, I've been playing with this. Um, Back up there. Let's see it. I don't know if it i gotta figure that out yeah so this and there's my face on it uh that has a little fingerprint reader i can just i can just log right in oh that's cool 
might help if I uh, use the right hand. But anyways, um, so yeah, so I've been playing with this. I also did an unboxing uh, on our, our channel. So if you want to check that out, I've been playing with it for about a week, thoroughly enjoying it so far. Um, but other than that, that has been my week. It's been a fairly busy week. Um, also went to trivia, felt like we got robbed at trivia this week. Uh, we were somehow in fifth and got past. We should have been in third at least. And I was pretty salty about it, but that's, that's neither here nor there. Yeah, anyway. Give us some questions that you had at trivia. I'm curious what they ask. I've never gone to trivia before. I'm not going to give you those questions. That's insider information. One question. One question. Yeah. Ask me one question that you got wrong. Let's see if I can get it right. God, I'm trying to think of what questions we even had, to be honest. See, that's how little that we've missed. That's how little that we've missed. Okay. I just want you to know. But if I think about one during the show, I will let you know. I love trivia. We should do trivia night with the listeners. Ooh, good call. Live trivia. Also, I'll tell you what. I got a, uh, a new game called uh, Mind the Gap. It's a trivia from boomers all the way up to uh, – like my grandparents gen z yeah oh it, it spans, i thought you're choking when you said no no, no. it's it spans <laughs> it spans the whole gap so when you go that's around cool. the board you'll be in a section with like stuff that's for boomers and then you go work your all the way around so if okay. you're playing with a large group that span in age it's really good for that i actually played it last night had a game night uh at alex's house um we him and i strategized and we said we're gonna start in the boomer section because i will tell you that is the hardest section is it really? uh yeah, we give me one question from the boomer section. And see if I can get it. To be honest with you, I it, I tell you what, uh, I'll go grab my cards here in a minute, and I'll just read you something. No, I'm just kidding. All right, no, that'd be great. I, I, that'd be a lot of fun. Uh, but anyways, Let's uh, people in the chat also. The first, I will okay. tell you the first time that we played, we stayed in the boomer section for at least. Uh, I'm trying to think of how long we at least was there for probably the first. I don't know, ten or fifteen minutes before. Oh, look who this is. Yeah, look who's in the chat tonight. Mystique Siren coming in to say hello. Our good she, friend Emily. Hello, yeah, she hello. She also is telling us to get on Diablo. So we're going to wrap this show up. We're going to hop on some Diablo. You'll find us there now. Um, yes. That'd be fun, though. Yeah, I actually sat in on our stream for a little bit uh, the other day, uh, the other night, actually, and hung out for a little bit. Uh, it was a good time. Uh, miss you so much. Uh, but yeah, we definitely need to do that. A food bar is good. Also recommend Burn. Okay. And also, I just found out that we can pop up uh, little images in the comments. I had no idea. I love that little uh, that Pedro one. Pascal. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, we'll come play. We'll come play Diablo with you for sure. But thank you for coming and hanging out. Oh no, we're just we're not ignoring you. We're just a little, we're getting through some of the stuff. Yeah, we have so <laughs> many comments. I'm sorry, Emily. We're not ignoring you. I promise. But anyways, uh, but yes, thank you so much uh, for hanging out and just uh, with us. But our main topic tonight that we wanted to get into, Justin, is there anything you want to talk about before we get into our big topic? I mean, I could talk about the Final Fantasy 16 demo some more. Or oh, yeah, I meant to actually. Uh, I, so I also played that demo per yeah. your recommendation, but I didn't get to spend but like maybe 45 minutes with it because I literally watched gemstones leading up to us recording. And then right after that, I went into playing this demo. Uh, was thoroughly impressed with gemstones. I. I'm, your video is like going crazy, bro. Yeah, it uh, is. It's weird. But but anyways, uh, I will say I was thoroughly impressed with how Gemstone started, you know, going into, is this the third season now or fourth? Yeah, third. Yeah. I always get concerned as seasons progress and they like they pass that second season mark because you always are kind of concerned. <laughs> Look at it. We have our own little troll, Mystique. I can't tell who that face is. It's I can't small. either, but I love it. Um, but anyways, uh, so. 
our overarching theme for tonight, our topic, if you will, uh, is franchise fatigue. And no, this isn't uh, this isn't something that I wanted to throw up here just because of the experience I had watching The Flash today. That was prior to this. Um, this was just something Justin and I talked about. Uh, and, you know, we had decided that, like, when we talked about franchise fatigue, we didn't want to just stick with movies or TV. We wanted to just kind of talk about franchise fatigue as a whole in the industry, right? Uh, you know, whether that be a movie, a TV show, a game. Um, so that's one thing that's, uh, that we really wanted to dive into and talk about, you know, what the issue is with that, maybe why it's happening. And in combination, also wanted to talk about maybe what are some things that maybe they can do to help, you know, reduce, you know, that franchise fatigue. Um so, Justin, I know that you had a couple franchises that you wanted to speak about specifically. Uh, Give me one want... second. Will you take over while I fix my camera problem? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Right. So, um, so one thing I will say uh, that I wanted to talk about in regards to to that is when it comes to that. So, in recent year, in recent years, obviously, you know, I feel like the entertainment industry has really witnessed a remarkable surge in franchises, uh, you know, dominating the landscape, whether it's movies, TV shows, video games, you know, while obviously the rise of franchises is great and it helps with popularity and financial success, you know, this also, I think, causes a growing concern specifically about like franchise fatigue in general. So tonight, that's why we really want to talk about this and what the concept actually is, the causes, and obviously the potential impact that I think that it has on the industry. So, we really just wanted to kind of like break this up into different categories. So really, you know, obviously I want to talk about like the franchise, like the era of franchises, right? So when you think about franchises, so I think about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I think about Star Wars, I think about Game of Thrones, I think about franchises like Call of Duty, Assassin's Creed, maybe Far Cry. Um, you know, you I count, think a lot of... Would what? you count your like yearly sports video game releases... I don't think I would, but I'm also tired of them. Tired of them at the same time. Well, here's the thing: like, I really feel like sports games. I feel like could be essentially released once every three or four years, but simply just keep updating the roster every year. You know what they're I mean? Not, I, think I mean, they're not they going to do that. Obviously, there's a cash grab. FIFA. Yeah, yeah especially now they're going up to seventy dollars a game. They're getting an extra ten dollars off of us, and I mean, why stop? I mean, I feel like FIFA, M M NBA, and Madden are consistently in the top of the sales charts. So, like, there's no reason for them to slow down. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, also, Emily, uh, uh, I just want to say, yeah, she called out Foundations coming soon. Did you watch Foundation, Justin? The first I didn't. Season? I didn't. I need to do that. Um, I, that might be on my list. Yes, you definitely need to. I think it's. I mean, they're only one season in, so this may be ridiculous to say, but it's one of the best sci-fi shows that I've seen uh, in a long, long time. Um, but yeah, so really excited about that. Uh, also, Kevin said golf franchises uh, are going backwards. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. I feel like we very rarely get a good installment uh, of a golf game, uh, yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, to, to your point, I don't feel the fatigue necessarily that much with sports games, but also that probably is because I don't really play a whole lot of sports games. Not as yeah. much as you. You play yeah. a fair amount. I mean, to be honest, I'm part of the problem. I mean, I get mad every year. I mean, I'm sitting here complaining about it. I get mad every year, NBA every year, FIFA every year, sometimes NHL, depending on how I'm feeling. So, uh yeah, I'm the problem. <laughs> so, you are the problem. I you am, the, yeah. Do the Taylor Swift song because you're the problem. I'm you're the, the problem. Animal. Yep. Um, but really, so 
so when I think about what was the game, so you're now that you're done fixing your uh, camera, I know that there was some stuff, some games specifically, or some maybe some franchises that you want to talk about specifically. So yeah, like the one that kind of comes to mind right now, and it kind of ties into what we talked about a few weeks ago with games being just too big, but it would be uh, not Far Cry, Assassin's Creed. They're pumping out games pretty regularly for that series, and they're just they're massive and. Um, like I feel like you could look at Origins, Odyssey, and Valhalla, and like while they are three separate games, they feel very, very similar. Um, not to mention when Ubisoft announced where where they were going with the Assassin's Creed franchise like a few months ago, not the newest Ubisoft forward, but a few months ago, they announced what felt like five or six Assassin's Creed games. So like, slow it down. Like now again, I'm the problem. I own all of them, and I'm probably gonna get Mirage when it comes out because it looks really freaking good. But like, I'm I'm not excited about it like I used to be. Like when they first announced like Assassin's Creed Black, uh, Black Flag or even Assassin's Creed Two, I remember there was like a hype around it. I was like, oh, this is awesome! Like this is a major game that's about to come out. And now it just feels like, oh, well, it's been two or three years. Time for another Assassin's Creed game, you know. And that's kind of how I feel too with like Marvel movies now, and even like the TV shows on Disney Plus. I'm gonna pivot a little bit if that's okay. That's fine. Um, yeah, so like I remember when the Infinity Saga ended, right? I mean, it ended on an excellent note, right? In Infinity War, Endgame, excellent movies. And then like they're like Disney Plus is launching and we're going to get a show called One Division. And I was so pumped for One Division and I liked it. And then we got, I think after that one, was it Loki after that one? What came out after One Division? Or was that Loki. Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Uh, I think it was Loki, then Captain, uh, or uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, and like they were good, but I was starting to trail off a little bit. And then it feels just like every few weeks, it's like we have this one, we have this one, we have this one, we have this one. And like honestly, I just stopped trying to keep up. Same thing with the movies. I saw Doctor Strange 2. I think that was this year. That may have been last year even. Like, that's where we are now. I don't even know when these movies have come out. I didn't see Wakanda Forever. I didn't see Ant-Man. I did see Guardians. Um, but like, I mean... It's just like a lot to keep up with at this point. And like they just keep pumping them out at such a rapid rate that like they're not really special anymore. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm not like I get it, though, because I feel like they do pretty well financially, although I, I do think where like the Flash didn't do that great. Um, and I do think the Marvel movies have been down kind of overall. But honestly, that's probably because you know that a movie's coming out, let's say like March 1st. And then by the middle of April, it's on Disney Plus like. If I just wait a month and a half, two months, I can just watch it at home. I don't have to go anywhere. So, yeah, I don't know. Now, uh, before I move on, uh, I did want to bring up this comment from Kevin. It says, I bailed on Assassin's Creed when they ditched multiplayer, which uh, I know when they had multiplayer, that was um, that was one thing that uh, took them a while to get right. But then once they then once they got it right, it was pretty fun. But then uh, I think once they realized what kind of disaster that was or the way that they execute on that, they just decided to walk away from it. But I uh, love that multiplayer, too, where like you had a target like you had someone as a target and someone had, had you as a target. Yeah, it was yeah. really fun. Um, yeah, I really, really liked that. Uh, I walked away from Assassin's Creed when the games just felt like they got so big. I just got lost in them, and I just felt overwhelmed. Uh, plus, don't get me wrong, I love RPGs, but I felt like when they leaned more into the RPG element and they went 
when Breath of the Wild came out and they changed the fighting formula to basically match what that was uh, versus like the simple like uh, parry. It was more like Shadows of uh, Shadow War and a lot of in Batman Arkham games. They decided to completely shift away from that. That's when I actually stopped caring. Black Flag, uh, I also agree. Black Flag is by far the best for me. I love the ship aspect, taking over forts, hunting, uh, you know, wildlife in the sea. Like it was, it was just really, really cool. Um, but yeah, but yeah, so let's talk about, obviously you kind of already alluded to some of it as in regards to like what causes franchise fatigue. Right. So I know that like you've made it abundantly clear, like repetition and lack of innovation, I feel like is a big thing. One thing that I was talking about, um, you know, uh, with Alex after we watched the flash as well, is like, it seems like when Marvel started the, the first run leading up to obviously the Avengers games, right? Everybody had like their own movie. The what? What? The Avengers games? The Avengers movies is what I meant to say. If Uh, I said games, I apologize. But anyways, who would win a hunger games style Avenger free for all? I would say the Hulk if I had to guess, but I don't know. I don't think it'd uh, be him. No, I think no, be no, no, no. Uh, uh, Scarlet Witch, aka Wanda. Scarlet Witch, yeah, I yeah, yeah, for right. sure. But anyways, where they all had taken the time to basically lay out the blueprint leading up to this, right? And obviously, that was that first run was successful. Now I feel like everybody's just trying to repeat the Marvel formula. Yeah, but I feel like they've gotten. And this isn't just with Marvel, but just in general, I feel like a lot of people are just getting lazy with writing and how they approach it. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. especially as fast as they're turning out these Disney Plus shows with like Star Wars content, things like that. And the thing that I've always wished that DC would do is take the time to simply slow down and just play the long game. I feel like they all they have been trying to do is play catch up with Marvel because they've already seen all they've already done all this stuff. But instead of going back and truly doing origin stories movie by movie, they just try to like speed things up and it's just a cluster you know what i mean yeah and dc yeah dc when they tried to crank out like an avengers level movie with justice league as quick as they did like what a disaster (laughs) i mean that i'm glad james gunn is over there i'm hoping that we can see that franchise become i don't know better also i like that your cup went invisible when you did that yeah oh where'd it go (laughs) yep um i I don't don't know I, I thought the same thing. I'm going to stop you right there and then you can yeah. finish your statement. I thought the same thing, but once again, he wouldn't watch the flash movie and he was okay. Letting that out into the wild. Well, I mean, it's already, it's already done at that point. And the best thing you can do is say, well, I wasn't here. This movie sucks. You got to be a team player. I, I don't think what he said was like uncalled for. You're going to back your, your movie. Even if it wasn't your movie, you're going to back it regardless. You're, you're going to back go over there. the studio that you just took over. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're not going to go up there before it comes out to him and say, man, this movie kind of sucks. You're going to try to get people out to see it. But um, I don't know. DC, I've said this before. DC was actually like my preferred comic book movie studio, I guess. Like Batman was my favorite superhero. Yeah. Um, he, he still is, honestly. Um, it's just that, well, I guess we do have the Robert Pattinson movies now, but Whenever they release Batman vs Superman, and I stopped watching after an hour, still haven't finished it. That's when I was like, "It's time to watch these Marvel movies." And like, I haven't always been a Marvel fan. Like, it's something that came as a result of DC being absolutely garbage. And now we're at the point where Marvel's just pushing crap out, like like five or six movies a year. It seems like none of them are exceptionally great. And now DC's hopefully starting to figure their thing out. So maybe I'll just bounce back and forth while they try to I hope so but yeah. to your point i'll be honest and this may be a hot take 
And if anybody in the comments wants to put me on blast, that's perfectly fine. Also, if you want to put in some of the things that you find uh, you're having franchise fatigue with, feel free to put that in there. If there's things that you think are franchise fatigues that aren't to you, put that in there as well. But what I will tell you is if I had to go see Flash or Batman versus Superman, I will go see Batman versus Superman all day long. I'm just telling that's you that. not good. Then I I wish you wouldn't have said that because now I've probably, I'll probably I said, watch the Flash. I said that was a hot take for me. Um, but if this so this is the actual guy that I wouldn't watch. Flash was trash. <laughs> Let's get it trending. Hashtag Flash was trash. Let's oh my get gosh. <laughs> I so does it at least do enough for fan service to make it worth checking out? Oh, what's apparently this, not. Tell you? Zero, <laughs> Zero out of five. five would would wow, it's that bad. I listen. I thought here's the thing. I thought going to this, if anything, with his with them messing with the timeline and all the multiverse, I would have thought that this would. I was going to see it more for the fan service, but I yeah. will tell you, uh, the things that they did for fan service was not great. And to Alex's point, Flash is his favorite hero, and he's telling you. Zero out that of five sucks. wouldn't recommend, and that's his favorite character. So that sucks. And I will it, tell you, you drop in TV Flash, probably would have made it better. But to be fair, I will tell you, and this isn't a spoiler because this has already been said, they recorded footage of him to be in it, but they chose to cut his scene from it because of time and whatever. They had to make cuts, right? Uh I will say they did him a favor by not putting him in that movie. That's oh, all I'm gonna God. say. But, anyways, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I'm starting to get into the weeds, so I apologize. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, anyways, so I think obviously like audiences, I think with when it comes to repetition, repetition and lack of innovation, you know, that's where I think sometimes the formula approach when it was sequels, prequels, spinoffs and churns, churning just content out for the sake of having it out. I feel like a lot of times it's just cash grabs and I hate it. I hate it. Um, and I don't know yeah. if every character in the MCU has to have a movie. Like, look at so this is going to be kind of a weird example, but look at the Hulk, right? Like, yeah, he had a, a, a couple movies back in the day, you know, neither starring Mark Ruffalo, but he's kind of been just fine cruising along, tagging along other people's movies. You know what I mean? I just don't know if everyone has to have a movie. Like, Scarlet Witch didn't get her own movie, but she kind of did with with Doctor Strange too even though that movie wasn't super great, she still kind of got her movie. Um, so like, I just don't know if we need like, you know, squirrel girl, the movie, you know, I think we can just kind of like roll with her being a background player in someone else's movie. Yeah, no, exactly. And then uh, to Alex's point, he put in comments, he said that many people won't even get if they don't know the backstory, like as far as like talking about cameos, because like unless you know the backstory, some of these cameos won't even make sense to you. So, uh, so yeah, no, that's a fair point. Um, but yeah, so I also think too, obviously a cause of franchise fatigue. One of the things we wanted to mention uh, is just overexposure. I mean, I think we've abundantly made that clear. That's a lot of what we're talking about. You know, obviously the constant bombardment with franchise related content uh, can really lead to oversaturation, right? Uh, whether it's movies, TV shows, uh, video games, you know, I think often uh, when they release stuff too quickly, um, you know, it obviously just leaves the market oversaturated. Craven does not need a movie. Okay. That's a comment there. from Justin. Yeah, that's from yeah. that's from Justin. 
Um, and then also Kevin, Kevin wrote in as a kid, Lou Ferrigno Hulk was probably the best thing I had seen back then. Uh, rough. All is uh, uh, rough. All is a great Hulk. Yeah. Uh, Ruffalo. That, I think it auto-corrected yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah. Yeah. You're good. Um, but yeah, I, I agree. Uh, he does a good job. Um, he does. He's awesome. And like, if they announced a movie for just the Hulk with him, I'd be like, God, do we need this? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I think the answer is no. Yeah. And I think, uh, um, before I go on, Alex says here, he says, especially from Sony, this is a comment from Alex, says, especially from Sony that hasn't proven they can't do an anti-hero movie. Uh, I assume he's referring to uh, Venom, right? Uh, that and probably Morbius as well. Oh, yeah. I keep forgetting about Mor- you know, I never, time. I never watched more. I never watched that movie, and I don't Me know either. if I ever will, to be completely the, honest. The trailer for Craven, like didn't look terrible, but at the same time, I thought, God, I will never see this. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. nothing about it drew me into it yeah 100 percent uh also the third point we wanted to make uh when it called uh when we talk about the causing of franchise fatigue and i think we also already alluded to it is obviously just the overall diminishing quality right so like mm-hmm. i feel like this i definitely feel like the standard and the quality of the material that they're putting out there has definitely been reduced not only i think from like a storytelling perspective but for some odd reason, I feel like the later Marvel movies, the visual effects has also went down a little bit as well, uh, especially like with some of the stuff they're doing on Disney+. Plus. I don't know if you feel the same way about that in regards to just the overall quality with not only storytelling, but also visual effects. Yeah, I mean, I I haven't really been one to pick on the visual effects that much, um, although I, that's a constant theme, I feel like, for some of the movies. Um especially recently i want to say ant-man kind of got railed for that and now i'm hearing the flash is pretty bad um i actually just don't really think i notice or care <laughs> like i mean i didn't see ant-man so i can't talk about it and i haven't seen the flash so i can't talk about it i thought that guardians 3 looked really good um but i'm sure somebody out there says it looks like garbage but i thought it looked great yeah yeah now that is the exception i really really did like that um did you like Guardians? I assume you like Guardians more than Thor, right? Uh, so funny you should mention that. Uh-oh. I have seen every single Marvel movie except any of the Thors. I've seen none of the Thors. Oh, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I, don't I don't know why. I don't know why. You haven't seen any of them? No. You I just seen, skipped them. You haven't seen Ragnarok? Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to watch one, that's the one to watch. Yeah, and I think yeah, yeah. It's that on my in list. Turn, that in turn, in my opinion once again this may be a hot take uh in my opinion i think because the energy and just the comedy uh and action combination was done so well in thor ragnarok yeah everybody has tried to recreate that and i think that's been part of the problem going forward after that movie yeah um especially with the thor movies but i think we've seen it spilled in some of the other movies as well um but anyways uh so next we want to talk about obviously the impact that this has on the uh the industry right uh yeah. all right so alex said before we move on he said ragnarok is the hulk movie you say he has uh, he hasn't gotten okay yeah i mean that's fair that's absolutely fair um because that really was just as much about him as it was thor which is oddly enough so good point thank you um and then maybe that's why maybe that's why it's one of my favorites um but anyways, uh, so uh, when it comes to that, so I think the first part of the impact on entertainment industry is obviously audience fatigue, because that's one of the reasons we're even having this topic, right? Is yeah. 
the fact that just us as an audience, viewers, gamers, whatever it is, you know, in the, whatever industry that you are filling this in, uh, definitely comes from that. Um, you know, and I think that causes, you know, audiences to become, you know, unengaged, not interested. Um, and this is typically where you find people seeking uh, other forms of entertainment, whether that be you go from playing Call of Duty to playing Battlefield, you go from watching Marvel movies to watching DC movies, whatever it may be. Typically, this is where you start to see people make a shift of some kind. Uh, maybe you don't like watching NFL football because of politics now, so you decide to start watching a different sport, whatever it may be. It could be anything. Um, but I think it all starts around audience fatigue. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I mean, that's, I don't know. I don't know if there's like boycotts for the Marvel movies because of any sort of, I know there's a whole political thing in Florida and all that stuff, but I don't know if Florida. that actually plays a part in like the movies. Um, I mean, I'm sure some people may be like, meh, Disney, but um, I don't know. I just, um, I feel like the same people that, and I'm not like trying to like take a stance or anything here, but like, I feel like the same people that um, said like, oh, I'm done with the NFL are the same people that like share NFL posts on social media. So I don't, I think it's just like more of a boycott in the sense like I'm saying this, but I'm not necessarily doing this. Yeah. Um, And that's not what I, I wasn't alluding to specifically politics. I'm just talking about people switching their viewership just based on being fatigued for some reason. Yeah. But like, I don't, that's a weird thing because I kind of feel like I'm in that boat, but I'm not like actively doing it. I'm not like, well, I'm not going to go see Quantumania. It's just that I just didn't go do it. You know what I mean? I, d- yeah. I didn't like consciously make the decision to not go. I just didn't make the time to go. Yeah. That's we- I don't know. It's a weird thing. I just, I, I, I guess I lack the desire to, to go. Like yeah. when, when I saw the trailers, I was like, oh, I'm going to go see that. And then I just didn't do it. So, <laughs> and I still have it. I think it's on Disney Plus right now. I still have not sat down and put it on. I could do that any day. I just yeah. haven't done it. You definitely um, should do yourself a favor and watch Ragnarok at least, even if yeah, you don't plan yeah. on watching any of the other ones, to be honest with you, because it is worth a watch for sure. Yeah, I, w- I want to. I want to see that one. I want to see them all. I just, like it's, I said, I literally started this fandom like when DC released Batman vs Superman. I thought, oh, well, there's no home for me here. You know, I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm not like, like I said, I'm not like saying like, oh, I'm not seeing Ant-Man. Like I actually had every intention to see it. And then I just. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, So the second thing, obviously, I think that we see is uh, financial consequences, Uh, not necessarily for us per se, but to the industry in general. Right. So typically when people start to especially fans and audience members start to feel that fatigue, the one thing that obviously they're not going to do is you're typically not going to keep buying tickets. If you're going to a sporting event, obviously, you're not going to be, you know, buying a game you're not going to be you know buying those tickets to go see those movies uh or you're going to be spending more time on a different channel when you're watching tv you know if you're starting to feel that fatigue and at the end of the day these are going to affect those franchises um which at the end of the day doesn't necessarily impact us but you know it does impact the industry uh in definitely ways that i probably don't realize because i don't know much about the in-depths of that industry in that regard but uh that is also something um and then lastly for that uh for impact industry is obviously creativity and originality those are the two big things i think some of the most important things that are obviously impacted when uh you start to get this franchise fatigue is it seems like it's harder and harder to find um you know, to find new and fresh ideas or new content that you're surprised by, you know, that surprise and delight is gone because you already have your, in, in your mind, you already 
before you even sit down to watch that movie or play that game, you're already saying, is this experience going to be different than the last one I did or the last one I played or the last one I watched? You know, you already have these um, preconceived notions of how it's going to go. You know, I feel like I'm very rarely surprised by whatever experience I'm going to have, whether it be a game, movie or TV show. I feel like you can almost predict what's going to happen most of the time. I don't know if you agree with that or not. Yeah. So I I uh, feel like I feel like. Yeah, like everything you said, I mean, nothing's really surprising anymore <laughs> yeah yeah and and i think that's the thing it's like when when a lot of resources in the industries are uh and the attention is focused on existing franchises a lot of times this limits new opportunities for new things to exist and for new stories to be t- told and for more artistic approaches to be told because everybody keeps using the same cookie cutter approach because guess what as these things continue to release, people still go see it and pay the money. They still buy the games. So at the end of the day, it's not impacting the industry if we're still going out and actively doing all these things. Yeah. Uh, and until like a, they see a shift in the pattern, it's just going to be the same thing all the time with these with these AAA companies that are making the same games every year. The, the movie studios are releasing the same year or same movies every year, but with a different character or something. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I just feel like it really stifens the creativity and originality of what we the content we as consumers get, if that makes sense. That's why like a lot of times, and I know some people uh, that's watching might agree with this, they might not, is some of the best gaming experiences that I've had this past year have been from studios that aren't AAA companies. That's been little indie games or uh, a company, for instance, Hi-Fi Rush, made by um, made by the same company that does the Evil Within. Right? Uh, they completely did a 180 and made a game that like they had never done before or anything like it. And it's been one of my favorite games this year. But it's unlike anything I've ever played. And they didn't just come out with another horror game, right? They made the Evil Within. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah. They made the Evil Within one and two, uh, and then next thing you know, they're coming out with a rhythm-based fighting game that's like a comic book type game uh, slash anime, and it was amazing. Uh, I need to play that. Yeah, I mean, so it shows that like people can just pivot and do something completely different. Now, that's not to say that that game maybe wasn't as popular to the masses as like what Evil Within or something like that was. That I do not know. But as far as from a consumer and like the experience it created for me, I loved it. Um, You know, uh, so that's the thing about it is like I think a lot of times these big companies are afraid to take risk and stray from that approach. You know what I mean? Are you reading that big, long comment? Is that what you did? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah, so let's go ahead and put it up here. I already threw it. So Alex says, uh, says I think games are different, though. It says uh, they cost so much, and many people only buy a, uh, a couple of games a year. So if I have a franchise, I like what's safer. The same game with a ton of uh, with a ton of I assume that's content, but newer or yeah, yeah, or and then it continues to say something that may flop for me and I lost seventy dollars. Uh, a movie is fifteen dollars, so I get uh, why games play it safe and make the same thing. I mean, that's a, that that's a that's fair, a very valid uh, point. That is a very valid point. Thank you for bringing that comment. Um, you know, and I think that's the thing about uh, and this is completely kind of sidebar. Uh, the great thing about Game Pass, where you can try out games, like if you're just paying a monthly cost, and like if you play a game you don't like it, no big deal because you didn't shell out the seventy dollars uh, for it. Um, and 
uh, Mystique Siren, aka Emily, agrees with that comment as well. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think that is a, a fantastic point when you think about how expensive games are getting now, and especially like with Steam, it's a little different. You play less than two hours of the game within uh, two hours of the game within seven days, you can just return it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish that a lot of other companies would follow suit uh, with that as well. I think that would maybe instill a little uh, people to take more of a risk on games, but you're right to that point. Sticking with a franchise that you know what you're going to get, you know, is better than maybe taking a risk on something you've never played before. So very good point. Um, So next, um, is there anything else that you wanted to add uh, there, Justin? Uh, No. Okay. Yeah. So next we wanted to talk about, um, you know, mitigating what franchise fatigue is and maybe what are some ideas that uh, that maybe they can implement to kind of help this uh, help with this problem. So I think obviously, and this kind of like carries over from the last conversation around creativity and originality on the flip side of that, I think one thing is uh, innovation and evolution, right? So if you're going to make the same type of game, like are you doing enough to make that game Maybe it's the same, but better. Are you approving on the platform? Are you completely switching it up? Um, And are you innovating in that space, right? Just because you're successful in that uh, doesn't necessarily mean every game needs to be the same. However, with that being said, uh, and this is maybe just for me, uh, innovation evolution doesn't mean give me so much in a game that I can't concentrate or I, exactly. I get overwhelmed. So I, I know that it's easier said and done. I know that there's a fine line. Like if I'm saying like, give me more, make it better. But then I say, Oh my God, it's too much. You know what I mean? So I yeah. understand it's not that simple. However, um, I do necessarily think that sometimes they throw so much content at you that maybe it covers up the fact that it's just more of the same sometimes. Um, you know, so I think it's important to find that happy, uh, that happy medium, that balance there. Um, you know, and I think that goes from, you know, obviously movies, TV shows, video games, you know, freshening up combat. If you're playing a game, you know, um, you know, I think a lot of times uh, they need to prioritize this, I think, when they're coming up with games. So like fresh narratives, not having that be the same, maybe having more games where content carries over from one game to the other. I know Mass Effect. Great. Mass Effect was big for that. If you're just going to give me more of the same, like I know Assassin's Creed typically each tell their story, but there used to be a big overarching theme. Yeah. Uh, at least more so in the beginning. I don't know so so much now in the later franchises. I'm I not sure. I think the sci-fi element's still there. I honestly like try to tune those parts out. Like I yeah. know like, the first several had Desmond that kind of yeah. crossed over, but yeah, I don't, I forget what they're doing now. I'm sure there's some sort of gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think like, I myself love really story-driven games, but also like story-driven games that have consequences similar to like uh, Mass Effect, uh, also like Knights of the Old Republic, Fable. When your decisions matter, that's when I typically have uh, the most fun. And I feel like a lot of those, I feel like a lot of games and a lot of studios have went away from that where here's a very linear story. I'm going to tell you what is, which is fine, but I, I, I'm really excited for Fable and I hope that we get a lot. uh, I hope we get that. I hope that's not something to walk away and we're not just going through playing these Fable tale experiences. You know what I mean? So, so we'll see. Um, I also think, uh, one of the things too is uh, diversification. Uh, diversification, if I could say that, um, you know, I think studios and developers should diversify, obviously, their portfolios by, um, you know, investing in new, uh, you know, new properties. Um, you know, I think about all these other studio, all these studios that have the same like 
properties and 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 games and movies that they're just solely cranking out every year i think about like you had mentioned like assassin's creed far cry like when you think about ubisoft like how many new franchises or games do you really ever think about i know we're getting a new star wars game obviously. and an avatar game yeah <laughs> yeah but it's a just... bad bad time to ask that question but i mean i, I guess mean. yeah yeah i and mean it's it like ghost time. recon and like you yeah. know what i mean yeah i mean god bless ghost recon is in the dumps right now i mean um, I mean, look at Rainbow Six. They just kind of keep upgrading that one. Ghost Recon, I feel like they've kind of abandoned. Um, well, and Splinter Cell, like, I mean, I know that, like, yeah. that obviously itself was a franchise at one point. But then when you think about some of the franchises that they just completely chose to walk away from, it feels like. Which I know we're yeah. supposed to be getting something, but, you know. Who knows when? Yeah, who knows when? They so didn't I think, show it. Yeah. So, so I think by, you know, diversification in regards to just, like, creating more new ips um and and just creating new stories to be told um you know i think will help as opposed to just relying solely on those titles that they turn out every year uh and then obviously i think and i know this is something you're big on uh we i think we talked about this last episode was strategic release planning because you uh, you made it abundantly clear that stop showing me stuff about a game unless you're going to tell me when it's coming out, right? Yeah, yeah. If you're going to give me a CGI trailer, I want a release window. Yeah, yeah. And I also Period. think there's there's two sides of that, right? So to your point, as a consumer, like you want to make sure they're always forthcoming with that information, that you don't feel like they're trying to pull the wool over your eyes in regards of that. But I also think a part of strategic uh, release planning is making sure that you're releasing games so that you don't feel like they're oversaturating the market with their franchises. I think that in itself is also part of that, not just being transparent when a game is coming out, but also being strategic about when they decide to bring a game out or games together as far as their other IPs go. Well, I like, think I remember uh, this is like just one example um, from the same company and that's Bethesda. So like Bethesda like announced Fallout 4 and then like a few months later it came out. Like they announced it and it came out like real quick. And they did the same thing with Fallout 76. Then they announced Starfield and Elder Scrolls. I think we're at what, six now, seven? Yeah. And Starfield, like five years later, is finally coming out. But Elder Scrolls, we're like going on year seven and we've seen nothing. So, like, their strategy for, you know, really strategic release planning, like, doesn't seem to make any sense at all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, to Justin's point, uh, Justin, the one writing in, not Justin, uh, the co-host, uh, it says, we got a trailer for Elder Scrolls, Elder Scrolls 6 a few years ago. And Five years ago, sense. yeah. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy to think about. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I think obviously um, allowing uh, sufficient time between installments, um, you know, could really ignite an, an anticipation, because I think a lot of times to this point specifically, that when you announce something and then you don't follow up with it so long, people just tend to lose interest, you know, and I think if they're really good about their messaging and their marketing and communications, I think this will really allow people to get excited and, and you know, with these these titles coming out and you can make, you know, launch is successful. I think that's the big thing. Um, yeah. Because there's just certain franchises, like, while I am excited about Fable, it's hard for me to maintain that excitement because I have no idea when it's coming out. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, but, uh, but yeah, what, did you have anything else that you wanted to add before I close this section out? No, I think we're good. I think I think we both kind of nailed all the points here. Um, yeah, I think we're good. And going to Fable, I know um, Mystique Siren, she mentioned Fable here. Um the, the fact that at the show they 
showed games and said coming 2024 and they didn't do that with fable i mean we're not seeing that game before 2025 i don't think i just hope i'm alive i hope i'm alive when it well, comes out yeah i think what's going to happen is they're going to release uh is it star citizen is that what they're working on oh starfield not no Star- yeah starfield wrong, yeah starfield. wrong wrong company well yeah yeah, kind of yeah. The wrong. Yeah, yeah. so i think what their idea is is when uh starfield comes out that is supposed to hold everyone over until fable comes out and elder scrolls for that matter you know what i mean as far as for microsoft goes uh but yeah perfect dark we got a cgi trailer for that a few years ago i know that is that is true i swear yeah i'm so sick and tired of cgi trailers yeah no i completely agree so uh so i guess to close up this session i just want to say so like you know, franchise fatigue, obviously, I think is is a general concern, uh, you know, not only within the entertainment industry, but also, I think, you know, impacting movies, TV shows, video games, but also, like, I think the repetitive nature, overexposure, and obviously diminishing quality, like we talked about, I think, you know, that could really obviously lead to declining engagement, not only from consumer, but also in turn, you know, has financial consequences, like we talked about. Uh, however, I think, like, if studios can manage to obviously embrace like, you know, innovation and I think like just up quality across the board and be better at not only planning, but also creating uh, new, new IPs. I think maybe there would be some, you know, fix to this. However, I'm not confident because at this point in time, I feel like everybody's just hungry for that sweet, sweet money. And I don't see that changing anything. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. that's not to say there's not certain franchises that I'm not excited for. Like I'm really excited for Ahsoka. Um, but that's yeah. one thing we never even really talked about is star Wars. I also feel like is getting to the point where it's starting to become, you know, a little bit of franchise fatigue for me just cause they're cranking out content so much. Um, but uh, what do you say before we get in the knot of the week, you let me go grab a couple of trivia cards and we'll play. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a couple of trivia questions uh, with the uh, audience members uh, and you. Uh, okay. Do for- we have like elevator music or hold music to play or well, I'm just going to sit here and do stand up comedy for a little bit. Uh, well, I mean, my cards <laughs> are just around the corner. So okay, just okay, give me okay. a second. However, uh, I am going to remove myself. So I'll be right back. Oh, bo- oh, there he goes. So this is a completely awkward. How are you all doing tonight? So, <laughs> Kevin, right away with the no. Yep, Travis is gone. Uh, that sucks. So um, oh, he's back already. That was quick. We got one comment while you're away. Kevin said no. All right, I'm here. So Look, he that, wasn't, that wasn't bad at all. So, all right, so... Well, yeah, so this is for everyone to play. So you're going to have to control the comments while I read the cards. How about that? Sure. Okay. So we'll start with, I don't know. If oh, wait, else... hang on. Justin wants me to tell a joke. Uh, <clears throat> what's green and has wheels? Oh my God. You know this one? No. It's my favorite joke. Okay. It's so stupid. Okay, let's grass i lied about the wheels i don't oh, know why that's that is so the dumbest thing i have ever Dude, heard let me look that's I even, my favorite joke i'm so fast i even made a banner for trivia look Boom. how good i am okay you make it larger that's so right. look uh you're not gonna be able to, so this as you can see oh, is boy. boomers it looks like an eight track all right so uh i'll tell you what everybody can type in the response in chat and i'll tell you who's right okay try so to be you're quick gonna... because we don't know what kind of a delay we're on with you guys here okay that's fine so uh not you then so... i'm telling them to be quick okay you shut up nobody likes you me 
No, I'm just kidding. Everybody Jesus. loves you. They hate me. All right. So your categories are, uh, so we're going to start with Boomer. Okay. So your categories uh, in Boomer are TV, uh, TV and film, pop culture, music, headlines, or slang. Okay. So you just pick a category. Just tell me what you want. You said t- pop culture? Yeah. Pop culture, TV and film. TV and film. TV and film. Okay. TV and film. Name the Emmy-winning fast-paced variety show featuring recurring roles played by Ruth Buzzy, Art Johnson, and Goldie Hawn and Lily Tomlin. <laughs> Is it yeah. Welcome to the Boomer World, bitch. Is it Fridays? No. Okay, what is it? Well, hang on. Well, I don't see anybody in the comments. Go. Oh, laughing. Kevin says laughing. Oh, absolutely. It's Rowan and Martin's laughing. Oh, so Kevin's the boomer. We found him. All right, I'm just kidding. Let's go. All <laughs> right, you, you want Kevin. pop culture? Yeah. Uh, well, I, if Kevin can comment quickly, he can pick since he got oh, that okay. one right. Okay, that's fine. Go ahead and uh, tell. So, Kevin, you're uh, you have TV and film, pop culture, music, headlines, and slang. So, uh, so he let me know booyah if you want to, from his uh, victory. Booyah is not a category, Kevin. So well, I, think, wanna... I think that's part of the delay we were talking about. Oh, we should okay. do this on Discord and like stream the Discord okay. channel. Well, to that be could... fair, so <laughs> if you... <laughs> we're not going to put his comment up, but he says music. Was music one of them? Okay. Uh, yeah, music was one okay. of them. Uh, all right, so music. This is a boomer question. It says, to what magical place did your kisses take the four coins? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh no <laughs> now you know now you know why this is uh this is such the boomer section play it takes no prisoners i'll this tell you difficult. that this is it is and i wasn't i wasn't planning for the delay so this is uh this is what makes it different uh, do you um have any millennial cards over there that you can uh, read? yeah okay <laughs> i'd like to switch uh eras pretty soon okay so so millennial gen x or gen z you want millennial Okay. I, I don't. I'm gonna be honest. I, I'm technically a millennial. I don't really know if, if where Gen X and Gen Z fall in like the timeline of generations. So okay. let's just do millennial. All right. So Kevin also says he has no idea you stumped him. Oh wow! Not a true boomer then. Give I'm us the kidding. answer for that one though, if you still have oh, it. Oh uh, yeah, it is uh, Shangri Li. Oh. I don't know what that. Yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, so your category for millennial is. TV and film, pop culture, music, headlines, or slang. They're always the same. I'm going to go TV and film. I feel good right. about my millennial TV. And, I shouldn't even say that because All I'm right. going to get it wrong. In what TV show did Kevin Arnold date Winnie Cooper? Uh, the Wonder Years, one of the best shows of all time. There we go. Yeah, yeah I'm ready. Let's go. Kevin says he's right on the cusp of Boomerville. All right. So, uh, so you want to do uh, TV, pop culture, music, headlines, or slang? I'll give uh, you, we'll do two more. Uh, let's do pop culture. Uh, pop culture. Okay. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Okay. What device was called the Jesus phone and popularized the term app? What? What, de- what device was called the Jesus phone and popularized the term app? I have no clue. I've never even heard the term Jesus phone before. Huh. Is it something I'll know when you say it? 110%. Oh, God. No, that's not what I want to hear. Uh, I, knew, nobody, I knew this one. Nobody There's in the reason. comment is. There's a reason I know this one. The Jesus phone. 
Yeah. And it popularized the term app. Why why did it popularize the term app? Can you tell me that? No, that then that would give it away. Okay. So oh wait, cell phone? That's what Kevin said. Kevin said cell phone. That is incorrect. Okay. I said who called it a Jesus phone? Just an iPhone? Yes, iPhone. What? Who on earth ever called that a Jesus phone? Jesus himself. <laughs> he Jesus came down. Christ said, here's yeah. his wonderful phone. All right. Uh, so one more time, you want he back film, to movies and TV, music. my dude. Okay, All right. yeah, Jesus. In um, the movie, my girl. Oh, ooh, we can't see without his glasses. <laughs> what type of allergic reaction calls oh. Thomas's Jay's death? Bees, my dude. Bees. Yeah, bees, yeah. my dude. The bees. Oh my knees. gosh, what a great movie! We actually just restarted watching uh, or restarted rewatching Veep, and she is in that show. As like yeah. one of the main characters, and it's kind of jarring <laughs> to hear yeah. some of the words come out of her mouth. But All right. I'm gonna so let you pick, and I'm not gonna cheat. I'm gonna let you have me answer a question. Uh, what do you want me to do? TV and film, pop culture, music headlines, or slime? you pick? I got to pick mine. You pick yours. Uh, okay, I'm. Oh, going by to... the way, uh, Mystique Siren and Kevin both got the B question right. But he can't see without his glasses. Oh, Kevin says he's got one for us. Kevin, hang uh, on. Go ahead and put that one in the comments while Travis uh, reads one to himself. Yeah. It doesn't. Cheat. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, let's see here. Uh, I'm going to do. Oh no, I'm gonna. Hey, Kevin, do... go ahead and type your answer in too, so we'll have it ready. He won't look. All right, I'm gonna do pop culture, I guess. Uh, just because I feel like that's uh my stronger suit. So, what country artist played Daisy Duke in the Dukes of Hazard movie remake, and famously asked if tuna was a chicken or fish? On her reality show, I know who this is. I feel like this is a, a typo. Singer. Yeah, yeah, she's not a country singer, uh, but I do believe it's Jessica Simpson. I believe you're right. Um, so Kevin's yes. question is, um, oh, also uh, uh, Emily got that one right. Kevin's question is, what movie was The Good Son a remake of? Oh, that is a good movie. Don't look in the comments. It? Don't look in the comments. Ah. Uh... So that is the one with Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood, right? I believe I believe so, yeah. I don't know. The Bad Seed. Oh. That's that's what I was told I was once. Oh man. Bad face. I actually thought about going there and I decided not to, but I'm glad yeah. you did. All right. I'm glad you We're going to ask one one more question to the audience and this is going to be I'll tell you what, let me uh let me switch uh let me switch it up here. So we're we going to find some like royalty free Jeopardy esque music that we can play. Yeah. And, yeah. Like do this while we wait for the comments to come in. Oh no. My computer just, Oh, there it is. You're still there. To, You're good. Went to sleep. I got real scared. All right. So we're going to do Gen X question real quick. And I like the Gen X deck because Where, it looks like a, is Gen deck. X after millennial or before it's before it's like eighties and nineties. I bro. don't know. See the cool thing about this. That's why, that's why these do the way they do tape deck ipod oh i love that what's this game called it's called mind the gap mind right the now gap. just uh just a tip right now target's <laughs> doing buy two get one free on board games i went crazy on board games just so everyone knows who is target target yeah target. all right so this is a simpson or a simpson god this is a question for the audience uh if anybody wants to answer and there will be a delay so i'll understand that uh justin pick the category for the audience uh you want to do tv film pop culture music headlines or slang let's do am i allowed to answer also or no just the audience 
We'll see if anybody answers in the All audience right. first. Um, let's do he- music. Let's do music. Headlam music. Well, I, I thought about headlines because right. it right. it up. Even though the landlord may have to lit- litigate, who wanted you not to worry and and instead be happy? Oh, that's easy. Oh, no, it's not easy. It's not who I thought it was. All right, so even though the landlord may have to litigate, who wanted you to not worry and instead be happy? It wants the artist's name, essentially. I don't know the artist's name. All right, we'll see if anybody in the audience does. This is definitely not. Uh, is it the I... little frog? No, I'm just kidding. Who, Kermit? No, don't worry. The little. Oh, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, Kevin right. says Bobby McFerrin. That is uh, 100%. Uh, while I will not, uh, I, well, I will not get you for spelling. That is correct. It is a F E instead of a F R, or F A. I mean. Uh, so yeah, good one. Uh, and uh, we'll go ahead and ask you. Uh, we'll do slang on this. I'll just, I'll tell you what. I'll just ask all the ones on this card, and we'll move on. Go ahead. What I was gonna say, say, does the board game look like it has? Uh... Yes. Okay. Like Saturday yeah, I have the fever, and I have the board game right here. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Uh, also, I was playing this game with Alex last night. <laughs> he said. He was reading a question and it was, I think Saturday night fever or something. It said, it said what actor, uh, and he meant to say shredded, but he said stuttered, stuttered <laughs> his way, his way across the dance floor. And I was just like, uh, we were just laughing. Cause I was like, ah, 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 ah. And he was just doing that constantly. Cause he was stuttering. But, <laughs> oh, uh, no. anyways, that's neat. Guess you would have had to been there. Uh, but anyways, yeah. right, slang. Slang, and everybody's going to get this one. What Jack Nicholson line became a catchphrase from the movie A Few Good Men? You know this com- one, don't you? I know this one, but I'm going to let the comments pour in first. Someone, yeah. Kevin will get this one. Yeah, Kevin, Kevin will definitely have this one. Now Kevin. Kevin. Now Kevin. 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 Yes. <laughs> He's probably logged off. He's probably not even watching anymore. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's logged off at this point. Uh, yeah, I just they have. Kidding. Um, we actually don't have any comments, so oh, don't want to know. Oh, that's actually wrong, yeah, Kevin. That's wrong. It's you can't handle the truth. That is correct. Uh, yes, um, yeah, Siren got it. Let's go. She knows Um, what's up. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and do headlines. It says, What passenger carrying commercial supersonic jet? made its first transatlantic flight in 1973 with a regular service beginning in 1976. I know this one. Uh, oh, Emily said she's killing demons. Sorry. I, I'm going to well, I'm gonna wait a second. I think I know, but I may not know. I bet you do. Is it, Here, I'm uh, going to switch my background, see if y'all what you know about this. Uh, Emily says 747. They both said 747. It's a brand, not a not a jet. It's the actual Boeing. Brand. Nope, that is wrong. Oh. It, Concorde. They're no longer around anymore. They crashed, I believe. They had a big uh, crash, I think, yes. in the uh, 90s. All right, here we go. Pop culture. Look at this little thing going around my head. I love it. All right, anyways. I actually made this. You see it? Look, nerds you made it. That. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you oh, like that's that? Beautiful. That's yeah. beautiful. Uh, anyways, um, what... Broadway hit in 1977 had Americans singing tomorrow and it's a hard knock life for us. I know what this is. You know uh, what this cats? is. Cats? No, I'm just kidding. No, you no, know I what know. this is. I know. It's a freebie. It's, it's an a easy one. freebie. But yeah, we'll do this. Uh, what I'll do is, I'll tell you what we could do, honestly. We got Annie from both of them. Kevin and Emily both said Annie. They got it right. Yeah, let's go. All right, and then uh, all right. 
what popular country music TV variety show was hosted by Roy Clark and Buck Owens? Oh, yeah. I like this one. Is it, is it like the, well, well, I'll say what I think it is when the comments roll in. All right. Here is, I'm going to, I decided I'm going to, for, I'm going to forelong this just for a few more questions because I just got a really good idea to see. I'm going to ask. Kevin says gonna, hee-haw. That hee-haw. That's or her-haw. He says no, her-haw. Never mind. It's, it's hee-haw. All right. Um, I thought it'd be a good idea. I'm going to pull out four Gen Z cards and I'm going to ask solely slang words. Oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah, I feel like this will be fun. Oh, boy. Uh, all right. Uh, you ready? Uh, so, no. All right. Here we go. What was the Gen Z synonym to the phrase, let's get this bread? <laughs> what? You mean acronym or synonym? It's this. It's a synonym. It says, what was the Gen Z synonym for the phrase, let's get this bread? I don't know. Anybody know? Nobody's gonna. Oh, this is like makes me feel bad about myself. Well, it's Gen Z, baby. You're not gonna feel bad. At the same time, I feel kind of okay. Yeah, it's uh, (laughs) I've heard that phrase, but I didn't know like Swifties. Oh, money. No, Swifties is what this says. Like what? Swifties. That's what it says. It could be wrong. Kevin says get stacks. Emily said money. Let's get this money. Swifties. It says. says, Oh, you can't see that. Yeah. Yeah. It says Swifties on it. It could be wrong. That's Anyways, what Taylor Swift fans are though. Is that? that oh wait, right. this is this is a misprint. We had this issue last night because the the, ver- the very next one was what were obsessed fans of Taylor Swift called? Well, we know. Oh, that. so it's misprinted. They printed the answers on it's their the own. Second card. time this has happened. All right. What popular beauty store's tagline was "Let's beauty together"? Do you know Alta? this? I don't know. Uh, hashtag Sephora. I don't know. All right. Oh, this is a good one because this is a meme. Complete this catchphrase. Complete this catchphrase. I, I'm a. Oh, she. Uh, so Emily wanted to know what the answer was, but we don't know. Um, yeah. It didn't tell us. So. I think it meant get. I think it meant make money. I, I think say. the money one's probably right because I have heard that before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, All right. But what's that? What's a finish a statement? I, I'm a. Bounce? <laughs> I don't know. Think about the SpongeBob theme. Kevin the SpongeBob theme. All right, Sponge- I'm going to tell you something between you and me. I've never seen an episode of SpongeBob. I haven't either. It's fine. So I don't know what that. All right, but anyways, no. It, he oh, I'm a say I'm it. a head out. Yeah, I'm a. Head I do. Out. I have seen the meme. I'm a head yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm a head out. All right, let's see here. Last one. Uh, I just saw this boat. I just saw this boat in half was a phrase used on a TV commercial. What will be used to repair that boat? I don't know. Gum. You don't know this. What's that? The... Flex tape, baby. I was going to say that on the side of the container, but I didn't know the name of it. All right. All right. We'll end it there. We'll end the, the trivia there. Unless anybody's got any, uh, any trivia they want to drop on us. But, Flex seal. Uh... Flex seal. According to Italy. You're flexible. Oh, and Kevin, man, they both are like on at the same time. I know they are. And how is how is Emily slaying demons and playing trivia at the same time? She's great. I think at The demons are killing her, and she's playing trivia. I don't think that's true. That's not true. Yeah. See, this is the board. If that's what you're referring to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, so I'm gonna have to buy this. 
Yeah, minus the misprints. Maybe I'll go back and exchange mine. But anyways, uh, all right. Um, I guess it's uh, let's go ahead and get into uh, you know what time it is. It's time for that. <gasps> not of not approval. of approval. Don't, don't even play, bro. Don't even play. We don't. That's not how we do things here. That's not how we do things anymore. All right. Do you want me to go first? Did you ever figure out if you had a not of approval? Uh, did you just rip one? No, it's a, it's my chair. <laughs> okay. I wish I I wish I ripped one. I probably feel better about myself. Owen has started this thing where he'll go. I let it rip. <laughs> it's like the funniest. <laughs> he thing. said, "I just let it rip." He goes, I let it rip. <laughs> it's so funny I, the first time he did that. I let a stinker. I made a toot. Um, look at Justin coming in here. Look at this. Look at him coming here with that. Oh yeah, he's not gonna let it die. He's not. He's I'm not going to do it. Can't die. Can't All die. Right. Um, so, I'm going to go oh, with. Uh, I'm going to go with the Final Fantasy 16 demo. Wow, I might pick Silo. What a, what a big surprise! I know, and it sucks too because next week I'll go. Spoiler alert: It's going to be Final Fantasy 16, but um, um, it's just really good. And I've had this conversation with a few of my friends that have played the demo, and um, I think it there's a chance it's the best looking PS5 game, although. I'm not sold yet. I think it's definitely like in the top three. Um, there's just so much going on. The particle effects are absolutely perfect. And the frame rate remains pretty steady. So, uh, and it maintains that graphical fidelity. So like, it just looks great. I'm, I'm playing on performance mode and it looks amazing. So um, not to mention the uh, high five, uh, not to yeah. mention. Just <laughs> be raising my hand. Cause I wanted to remind you to, to talk about something with it. You want Go to ahead, talk about, me. you want to talk about the lore feature. Oh yeah, yeah. The active. Oh shoot, what's it called? The active Lord time, something like that. Wow. Basically, you're so excited you can't remember. Well, no, it's really cool, but I forgot the name of it. Um, I'm gonna look it up while you talk. Keep going. So there's a feature, you know, like on Amazon Prime, and you're watching a show, and you pause it, and it's like, oh, this scene has Jack Black and Colin Hanks, and bonus points if you can guess the movie that I'm giving X-ray stats to. Um, but um, it kind of does that, except it breaks on like well, the location you're at and all the characters in the active scene, time like, lore. Active time lore, and like what's going on. It's like if at any point you're like who the f is this guy hold on the touchpad and it's like oh click on him it's like this oh, is this doing is cut this. scenes too i've noticed yeah it's super cool like it's just really nice to have that information like readily available like the x-ray feature on amazon prime so yes anybody guess the movie that i re- referenced with jack black and colin hanks uh jack black and colin hanks not even a good movie but for some reason it's the first one that popped into my mind whenever i started I, talking with I orange no county Orange County. From years and years and years ago. Emily has a nod of approval. It's yeah. Diablo 4. Yeah, she's been cranking it out. I watched her play for about uh, 45 minutes to an hour the other night, and she was uh, she was slaying, as the kids say. That's another slang. Slaying. I remember when people used to say fleek, <laughs> and that's, that's when I said. That, that is one fleek. That was when I decided to stop keeping up with slang. I was like, that's yeah. the dumbest word I've ever heard. Yes. Never. I'm just not going to try. Yes. Um, so a couple things. Uh, you got anything else? Nope. All right. So my uh, my pick of the week, or oh god, my nod of approval. What about Justin? What have you done to me? Oh, real quick. Kevin says Jack Nicholson and Jack Black. Can you guess the movie? God, this is trivia heavy. I don't. I don't think I've ever this. seen the two of them in a movie together. Is this uh, Seven Degrees of Jack? Um, I don't know. It's not the. Not the holiday. That's a good movie, though. Oh shoot! I don't know. I've never. I don't think I've ever seen them in a movie before. I don't know. 
Kevin, you, you gotta tell us. Let us yeah. know in the comments. Mars Attack. Man. Oh yeah, he is in that movie. I forgot. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> that movie is great. That's <laughs> a pretty I love good one. That movie. That's a pretty good one. Um, oh, yeah, man. you know what I? Yeah, you know what I say to that? Let me get. Oh yeah. Break that out for you, baby. All right. So, my uh, my pick of the week. Uh, let me or my. Oh, that's the wrong one. <laughs> I did not do that. <laughs> no, that's me. Uh, but anyways, uh, so mine uh, is God. What is? What should it be? What should it be? I've already picked Silo, so that's not it. Um, honestly, this is going to sound really crazy. It's not going to be my Asus Ally because that that is that is not cheap, and I can't recommend that just to everybody who wants to go out and buy one. So mine is going to be. Uh, it's going to sound crazy. Are you ready? It already does. I think you should leave. Oh That's, yeah, that was mine last week. Yeah, because uh, I'll be honest, I didn't think I would like it uh, at first. Uh, now, don't get me wrong; like, no. not every hits, not every sketch hits, but no, most do. No. It's like honestly, for me, seventy-five percent of them probably hit, but there's definitely like a handful. I'm just like, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, there's some that I'm like, man, I can check out. Check but let me tell time. you, the one about uh, the guy that uh, <laughs> tinkled on himself and had the spots. Uh, and it, yeah, the fact that they made that a real website, yeah. and I sent it to you, I was like, "This is hilarious." The fact oh, that it went that far to make the real site, I was like, "That's hilarious." But if you if you're looking for a good comedy show, like a sketch comedy show, just to kind of put on and just watch and kind of mindlessly laugh, um, yeah, I think you should leave is a really good sh- a good show you should check out. Um, I guess my second nod of approval, if anybody is looking for a nerdy card game to get into just recently because I've gotten back into Magic the Gathering, you should definitely check out Magic the Gathering. Um, they actually have a couple packs that you can buy that are already pre-built. Um, so I think uh, if you want to get into it, you can definitely do it. Um, especially if you're a Lord of the Rings fan, uh, that stuff officially releases on the 23rd. A lot of comic shops and card shops are doing pre-sales right now, so you can go ahead and buy some. Um, and the artwork is absolutely amazing on these cards uh, as well. But if you would like to find out if uh, if you would like to find out if Magic the Gathering is for you, download the free app from the App Store, Magic the Gathering Arena, because you can play the digital version. If you like the digital version, decide you want to get into the physical card version, you can. One cool thing is, is sometimes when you buy the cards, they'll come with a code inside the box, and you can redeem that deck inside of the game. So not only do you have it physically, but you also can play with it in-game as well. So uh, that's what I would recommend. Did you have some comments pop up there? So Jess? Kevin said burn with Steven y- Yin, Yoon. I think, do you mean beef? I haven't beef heard of burn. Is- yeah, Beef is really good. Beef is like uh, one of the best shows I've ever seen. I really hope we get another season. I, I really do. Um, yeah, if it's yeah. not, if Burn is something different, tell me because I'm I've never heard of that one, but I like Stephen Yun quite a bit. Yeah. Um, Emily says that Jesse plays every weekend. He plays CDH, which stands for something. I assume. I, I'm wondering if he if she's talking about magic. If she's talking about uh, Commander, possibly Commander. Yeah, there's a couple. Di- well, it's still Magic: The Gathering, but it's uh, Commander is a different play style. Okay. Um, Kevin maybe was talking about beef, and I agree. Beef is brilliant. Beef is what's for dinner, honestly. And a good show. Uh, yeah, and Mystique did confirm ten out of ten is Commander. So uh, yeah, um, but yeah, check it out if you uh, looking to play a card game. Uh, obviously, they. D- 
uh, yeah, 100 deck versus 60. Absolutely. And it centers around a hero character. So um, I'm, I'm going to tell a funny story real quick while Kevin's here. Kevin and I, when we worked at King's, at, well, I'm not going to name the place. We worked at a place. Um, and uh, we played this mobile game called, I think it was called Valor. And it was like a, like a, like a mobile, like almost like an MMO in a way. I don't really know how to describe it, but basically like you have like your little, I can't even remember all the details, but like, I think you had like your little city and like, you're part of like a bigger team. Right. And usually the servers would be dominated by like two or three big teams. And I forget why, but I like totally turn. Yeah, Kevin says, yes, I like turned on my team and like started selling information to the other team. And then they ratted me out. Uh, so it was all for nothing. I had, then I had no team. Uh, Kevin said, can you bring me on? No, we can't do that. I don't think we're set up for that, but, um, but, uh, it was just like the craziest, um, just like the craziest thing. And that game was fun. We used to play that like late night at the place that we worked at. Yeah. And it was like <laughs> a really good time, but yeah, they had like a, it wasn't a discord. It was like another chat service. That they would like take it very seriously. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it was good. It was good. Time. Yeah, that's a good time. I, I will say, uh, so uh, Mystique Siren says that Jesse, uh, which is her boyfriend, also is really into Warhammer. Uh, just like Henry Cavill, I assume, he loves Warhammer. Um, so uh, just want to give um, Emily, a.k.a. Mystique Siren, a shout out. If you don't know her, uh, she has been on the podcast several times. Uh, also, she has her own channel over at Twitch um, that she streams to, plays video games almost every night. Uh, super chill to just go out and hang out. It's a good vibe, good time. So if you don't follow her, I've watched her content, just make sure you pop over and support her and check her out as well. So uh, Emily, appreciate you stopping by. Um, but uh, Justin, is there anything else that uh, you had before uh, we close out here? I think I'm good. You think you're good. I think okay. I'm good. All right. Well, fair enough. Um, so with that being said, I want to thank everyone, obviously, for stopping by and hanging out with us tonight. Uh, it's always a pleasure when people come and, you know, just chill out, hang with us, write in the comments um, and just, you know, kick it with us. It's always fun getting to interact as opposed to just because I'll tell you, I like Justin, but I don't like talking to Justin all the time. So the yeah. fact that we have these people in here interacting makes yeah. us so much more of an enjoyable experience. Um, but yeah, so uh, but uh also, Justin, I'm so glad you asked. Uh, uh, it's a comment from Justin. <laughs> God, I almost thought, almost thought I was going to get out of it. Uh, actually, no. <laughs> I have good news for you, sir. Uh, I don't know if you have Instagram, but if you follow us on Instagram, and I need to double check to see if it's on our Facebook, um, but there's a link to our link tree. If you click on that, if you tap on that link tree link, it'll take you there. And there's a little icon for Discord. If you tap on that, what the heck are you doing? I'm trying to find the Discord on my desktop instead. I showed you on my gut. <laughs> wow, that is not that kind of podcast, my dude. That's not that kind of podcast, my guy. I can't see my, my icons. I can't oh, find my icons. That is a little awkward. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, if at least you I have go, pants on. <laughs> oh, at least one of us do. That's case. why I had to turn my camera off when I left. Uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> I'm not just kidding. Uh, but with I will that being said, turn my video off. 
Yeah, yeah. If you go to our Facebook or Instagram, there is a link to our link tree there. Um, if you click on that link tree, uh, and if it's not there, I'll make sure to put our link tree uh, link up there after the show. But if you tap on that, that will take you to all of our social medias and everything. You'll notice that there is a little icon that looks like Discord. If you click on that, that will take you to our Discord and you can join there. Uh, just make sure that you read the guidelines and requirements and you agree to all that stuff, hit continue, and you're in there like swimwear. Um, <laughs> I don't know why. What does that even mean? That's just a saying. You're in there like swimwear. I've I don't never know heard that. Yeah, I don't know either. Oh, speaking of which, all right, I have six people in the comments, right? And okay. I need, if you haven't commented tonight, I need you to comment. And Justin, I need you to answer this question as well. I have been having a debate for some with someone Uh for at least two weeks okay. right i'm going to pose a question and i need you to put in the chat your response and i'm not going to say anything to lead you to say a certain thing are you talking to me got, or the other justin i'm talking to everybody okay everybody. this is to help settle a debate if i was to ask you what are the swimming shorts that guys oh. go swimming in what would you call them so please put that in the chat and Justin, you can tell me your response as well. You've already asked me this question. I answered it. Yeah. And you said, trunks. I think what I expected, right? Trunks. Yes. Trunks. Trunks. Yeah. What does anybody else call the that's jams? Jams. I've never heard swimming trunks called jams. Must be a boomer thing. <laughs> no, he would have called him a bathing suit. I'm just kidding, Kevin. Oh, no. Other Justin Z said bathing Zwerner did suit? say bathing suit, yeah. Zwerner, where are you from? What state are you in? I wonder if it's Kentucky. like a regional thing. I want to say he's from Kentucky, if I remember right, but I could be wrong. I thought he was on the West Coast for some reason. Oh, maybe he is on the West Coast. Um, I wonder if it's like a regional thing, like how some people call it like, wait, what? Oh, <laughs> Kevin. Yeah. Um, I wonder if it's like, you know, like some people call it soda, some people call it pop, some people just call it Coke, even if it's like Sprite. I don't um, know. I don't either. All I know is if I'm hanging Jams. out with them, if I'm hanging out with my guys and I'm saying, oh, man, I'm going to go throw my swimming trunks. I'm not saying, hey, guys, I'm going to throw my jams or my bathing suit. Hey, guys, I'm going to put on my bathing suit. Be right back. No, Kevin, I'm not going to Oh, Zwerner's in Michi from Michigan, but now lives in Nevada. Um, Nevada? You live in Vegas? You try to have me and Justin come visit, baby? I knew Kevin was in Kentucky. I, I've never heard it called jams, though. So yeah. I don't know that, if there's a, yeah. a cultural now, divide here. Now, now, Mystique also said trunks, so at least we yeah. have one one person in the audience that says uh, trunks. Hmm. But anyways, um, but anyways, I just I just had to ask, but I appreciate right. it. Oh, he does live in Vegas. Let's go! Oh shoot! Oh, next nice. time, Justin and I in Vegas, we will look you up, good sir. I'm down to ruin my life? No, <laughs> just kidding. Again, <laughs> they are just above the knee. So that's, that's just trunks, though. James, no. I got a I got a joke for you before we go, Justin. Since okay. uh, since Kevin asked us to tell a joke, I got a joke for you. Oh God, we're gonna get canceled. What's the reason? I I have a printer and I call it Bob Bob Marley. Do you know why? Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> why? Because it always be jamming. You should just delete your entire existence. That was terrible. <laughs> Okay, I'll eat myself out the window. <laughs> but anyways, we're coming up on an hour and 30 oh minutes. God. We appreciate everybody hanging out. We've had, I think, people here the whole time. I cannot thank you enough for coming and hanging out with us. We try to do this every week. Justin, you record, uh, are you going to record the same time next week? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Um, so 
uh, as always, I want to thank everyone for joining in. Uh, Justin, I think I just checked Facebook and I do not see that LinkedIn link there. So if you don't follow us on Instagram, go there, but I'll add the LinkedIn to our Facebook right now. Linktree? Linktree. I keep saying LinkedIn. Nobody wants, to go, nobody wants to go to my LinkedIn account. That's just boring. But anyways, um, with that being said, I want to appreciate, I appreciate everyone stopping by, hanging out in the comments, being involved in the conversation. Uh, but we look forward to seeing you next week. And as always, if you have any ideas for the show, please write in, comment, let us know. Whatever form of communication you prefer, just reach out to us and send us in topics, send us in ideas for format changes. Whatever it is you would like to see for the show that you think the mass the mass audience would uh, you know really enjoy, feel free to let us know. Uh, so just wanted to mention that. And also, uh, I just love you guys so much. Always big one of these, one of those. Can you do that, Justin? I'm not going to. Oh, you'll show us your gut, but you won't do one of these. <laughs> Got your ass. Anyways. Oh, you did. You did.